0: Welcome to Season 2 of Who the Hell Are You on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, which offers a look inside the troubled minds and darkened hearts of those who work within motor racing. Our guest this episode is Declan Brennan, a fine example of a person who was interviewed. Declan Brennan said many things while answering approximately 50 questions, some of which have required prolific editing and censoring. Of all the things we learned about Declan Brennan, the most troubling was... And, as a reminder from Season 1, the conversation you are about to hear is, at times, adult in nature. It would not, for example, be a series to listen to with your grandson. So stop listening now if you are pious or easily offended. Live, from wherever this was recorded in 2018, it's... Declan Brennan. We are about to find out who the hell you are. Okay, but before we start, can I just say something?
1: This is very important. If you feel... Orson Welles began yes. began his career with his... podcast. No, not his podcasting career. Orson Welles began his career with Citizen Kane. He finished his career doing frozen food voiceovers. He got his career kind of backwards. I have a feeling that you started this podcast series with Juan Montoya, and you're now on me. There's slightly some, you know some uh, similarities there, where this seems to be
0: going downhill quite fast. There is a red rum element (laughs) to this, possibly. What is your full name? Declan John Brennan. What is your birthplace
1: and date? Uh, June 10th, 1969. I was born at home uh, in Bluebell, which is a a, a, a suburb of Dublin. I think I was born at home because being the seventh in a stretch of about ten years, my mother knew the drill. And uh, one of my brothers was born in a taxi, almost. No, I think they've just got him to the hospital on time. So she's, she possibly had quite a blasé attitude to, to the birthing process.
0: They didn't just roll down the window and she fired him into the...
1: Well, in my case, the, I think
0: there might have been something good on Netflix or something. Good.
1: So, uh, anyway, So, yes, I was born at home, June 10th, 1969.
0: Early, early precursor of Netflix back uh, then. Yes. How many languages do you speak and what are they? Uh, I speak uh, English badly. And that would be about it. I have a vague uh,
1: ability to get by probably in a little bit of French and a little bit of Spanish and a tiny bit of Gaelic, which is not uh, something I recommend.
0: I tried that once in college. <laughs> you got a arrested. It was rather painful. Yeah. Are you left or right-handed? I am right-handed. That is incorrect. Declan Brennan, if the purge ever becomes ratified by the government, who are you taking out first? <sighs> It used to be Celine
1: Dion, but uh, uh, who would I take out first? If uh, if the Purge came tomorrow, who would I take out first? I would take
0: out, blimey. I know that there are many you want to kill.
1: Sean Hannity from
0: Sean Hannity, <laughs> yeah. the first cable news personality, I believe, <laughs> mentioned so far on Who the Hell Are You. What is the most useful app? You've downloaded on your phone. This says more about me than anything. It probably
1: is the uh, Yahoo Sports app because I like sports a lot and consult live sporting things that are ongoing around the world an awful lot. Even though I'm not a gambler anymore, I still do. I'm just such a big sports fan. I would say it's the Yahoo Sports app.
0: A degenerate, just not a degenerate (laughs) gambler. (laughs) Not anymore. What is your favorite musician or band today? I'm
1: fundamentally a massive music fan, but my my ability to enjoy new music kind of stopped because I got to the point where it was one in, one out. And if I wanted to like anything new, I had to somehow, like if new stuff went in, other stuff would fall out. Had to. That's a very
0: interesting choice of phrasing. So
1: I I, I struggle. I I will say, uh, due to my son and his uh, obsession with the Cars 3 soundtrack, I'm listening to... Dan Auerbach from the, Black uh, Keys. from the Black Keys, his solo
0: stuff, due to because it's on the Cars 3 soundtrack. So I have to say Dan Auerbach <laughs> is what I'm listening to. I believe he was also a linebacker for the Chicago Bears <laughs> in the 1970s. <laughs> what is your most hated vegetable or fruit? This uh, says a lot about a man. Oh, anything. Any part of the...
1: Anything in the kumquat squash type of... I had at one point... I, 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 I wanted to have them all launched into space. Everything from that summer squash, kumquats, cucumbers, courgettes. Courgettes are the worst thing on Earth. They live I've here. never heard of courgettes. They Those came like out a of a devil, the devil's arse. They're just the worst.
0: Firing them out of the devil's arse, arse into space, into space would, be, would be your perfect scenario. Yeah, it, it, they are just the worst thing that's ever happened to the world. Other than Sean Hannity, apparently. <laughs> well, that's true. He's probably made it of courgettes. What is the highest level of education you have
1: attained? Uh, I have. This is only I could do this. I have a postgraduate in advertising, uh, without actually having a degree. So uh,
0: how does one attain such? Because I I, I got
1: accepted. I think at a pity or some some sort of a uh, uh, because I was poor. No, I got I got I got accepted onto a. What a course, a postgrad course in advertising studies, because that's
0: the university in uh, Phoenix.
1: Uh, no At <laughs> the University of Clowns, uh, that, it was the pro, it was the it was the most like the most prestigious course of its type in the country uh, in Ireland, and uh, I'm not quite sure how I did it, but I, I so basically I'm one of the few people in the world who's had a, has a postgraduate qualification without a degree.
0: <laughs> this is. Possibly a podcast to shield from that institution. <laughs> yes. Declan Brennan, what is the dumbest thing you have ever purchased? <sighs> Pretty much anything that Connor asks for when we go to the store, because
1: it's broken by the time we get home. Uh, so probably his repeat fire uh, Nerf gun. They never repeated. <laughs> no, but it's well, no, because he uses it, and I have to pick up all the the. It shoots four thousand air bullets a second. Or no it doesn't, but it's you know, it's one of those and, and it's like I picked them up. He doesn't. So I've just bought work for myself. So that or any of the or my Boxster, probably. Any leather pants in the oh, yes, yes. Woolen woolen jeans made out of pure fine wool, unbelievably expensive that my I was I was living with my uh my brother and sister-in-law for a short period and uh, she put them in, in a, a, a normal wash and they shrunk t- to fantastically comedy fashion after one wash and I paid
0: all the money in the world for them. So they were the worst. The woolen jeans were the worst. Because buying sandpaper and just applying the <laughs> rubbing the, the dermis off of your epa was... They it- were fine.
1: Well, they were very expensive. Oh. The wool was incredibly fine and I was very sad because I, I got one wear out of them. They were hundreds of pounds which at the time twenty years ago would have been a lot of dollars, so yeah, it would be the the woollen jeans
0: such woolen jeans yes, who should you call right now and apologize to or make amends with
1: that's a phenomenal question uh probably the girl who I went on the date with on halfway through the date, I met somebody who uh, in a very very uh, large crowded but exclusive bar in London and I Halfway through, I kind of dumped her because there was somebody else I'd been after who was there.
0: And, it's, no, I can't, it's, and now she's it, your wife. No.
1: <laughs> so her, probably. That, that woman who I'm not going to name in case it, 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 she ever... But I'll just give her a first name. Lisa, if you're listening to this,
0: I've apologized to you before, but it's worth apologizing again. I was the world's biggest gobshite. What TV show have you watched more than any other? Father Ted. The extraordinary irish stroke british
1: sitcom about three priests living on craggy island it is the most repeatable most extraordinary uh incredibly brilliantly written surreal barking mad brilliant television there's ever been and it it bears it it is it's like spinal tap in that you can watch it again and again and find new stuff in it it's incredible absolutely incredible so
0: I can't recommend anybody listening to this, go find Father Ted. Declan Brennan, have you or a loved one ever suffered from depression or mental illness? Yes. And if so, how did it affect you? Uh, it was me. I, well,
1: I fought it off through uh, a brief bit of therapy. And what was it? It was uh, clinical depression. So uh, I, I was on the verge of it. I was kind of teething. Te- Teetering over very close, and I because I had enough self awareness and enough understanding of my emotionally intelligence enough to re- reel myself back in.
0: Was there something that triggered?
1: Uh, yes, a few things that I would probably take too long to go into, but they manifested itself in gambling. I started to, to bet a bit too much, and then I realized when I realized why, uh, why or that I was doing it, and I started to understand why, and I realized that I was trying to fill a void in my life that I had at the time. And I went, oh, that's, that's, we need to work on that. So I went and had a bit of cognitive therapy and then went home to Ireland and spent a lot of time talking to the people I love most of my life, a lot of my close friends who I still have, and, uh, and worked my way out of it. And then got the strength to get back in touch
0: with my ex, who was now my wife. If only the gambling had paid off, you could have saved all of the latter bits. If I'd been a good gambler, I'd be. Yeah, I was a terrible gambler. Drowning your sorrows in wealth.
1: I'm not sure anybody. I, I know people know bits of that story. I don't think I've ever told anybody that's You're Howard Stern. You can get me to say any, anything at all.
0: Wait, so yeah. So i and this Wait point, until
1: someone asks me that question. That's why. That's why I, I am a. I am massively sympathetic to anybody who might feel the need to go talk to somebody or go and have. Therapy. I'm, I'm, a firm, I'm a firm believer in therapy, irrespective of... Because if, if, if you break your arm, you don't have to go to work. If your brain breaks people, there's a stigma attached to it. And therapy is like basically
0: preventative medicine for your brain. As the son of a mother with multiple personalities, repeated nervous breakdowns, depression, repeated suicide attempts, mental illness definitely a and it's lifelong amongst men threat. our age it's
1: it's increasingly a troublingly growing issue with with um, male suicide and it's uh you, you just have to have the guts to say that you you're not capable of coping or you're not capable you're not you can't
0: do everything and, and let somebody help you don't say you're not capable to people who are depressed it only makes them feel worse about themselves yeah declan brendan what does your perfect meal consist of
1: <sighs> oh it's for all the stuff I'm currently not eating on this, am I allowed to swear? Of course, on this yeah, f- f**ing keto diet that I'm on. So uh, folks would
0: be getting a false impression of who you were. Uh, uh,
1: my favourite meal, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy food, and lots of it. It would probably start with some really, really nice goat cheese grilled, uh, some some uh, some proper Greek. Probably be, have to be in Greece to have it, uh, and then it would something involve steak. I'd say you know. I think something something like this. So goat cheese to start grilled, then uh, some satsiki uh, with some beautiful freshly made uh, uh, bread, with satsiki and a bit of hummus, some steak, uh, and some probably. I love a bit of wine, but I also love a really nice beer. I'm a uh, very much an IPA man, and you can't beat and will never beat Lagunitas. So I would probably have a lagonitis involved, and uh, for dessert, probably uh, massively unhealthy, like a giant piece of cheesecake
0: with a cheese to start, cheese to finish. Yeah, I
1: know. There's a novel. I'll probably sprinkle some cheese on the uh, on the steak as well. the blue steak, cheese, yes. <laughs> But again, but that can change. It's like if somebody said, what's your favorite music or what are you currently listening to? Uh, There's just too many food options for me to say that. Just uh, currently, that's what occurred to me right now, that maybe I'm just in a Grecian mood. Still uh, waiting
0: for Burger King Whopper as an option.
1: (laughs) Did Montoya not give you that?
0: (laughs) What is your favorite quote from a racing movie? Great, 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 great question. Favorite quote from a
1: racing movie? Uh, it's not the one that fanboys put on their email signature and, and on forum signatures about racing is that life or you know everything else is just waiting uh it is i'd have to think about it because I, I watch grand prix a lot because connor my son loves it but he only watches the racing bits so i never get to watch any of the dialogue so we literally sit and watch all the races from the fake 1966 formula 1 season absolutely it's wonderful but uh This is a struggle because other racing racing movies, not Grand Prix,
0: not winning, not Le Mans. Le Mans has so little dialogue in it. Talladega Nights, a very popular option. Uh, Days of Thunder.
1: There's a lovely line, and I wish I could remember exactly it, but it's the line at the end before he dies in the accident at Monza by smooth Frenchman about... uh, I'm going to have to come back to you. I wish I could remember it, but it's the sentiment. It's like he understands at his age, he's fighting. Yes, it's the... The only reason you could drive a race car the way they do is because you have an absence of imagination. I think that line is magnificent because what he's saying is if you thought about it too much, you wouldn't do it. You have to have an absence of imagination and it's a brilliantly written line. I love it.
0: Absolutely love it. You've pulled a funny face. You're the first person that question has been posed to because I knew you would have something. Right. I love that line. Declan Brennan, what is your biggest pet peeve besides black people? (laughs) And those who oppose Adolf Hitler's ideology. Oh my God!
1: Uh, and th- th- this is this is broad. This is kind of broad and can be broken into the various different ways. But it's people who presume about me, whether it's presume what I'm going to do, presume what I'm going to say, presume what they think I what I, I am a representer It's presuming, assuming, and presuming they know who I am. That's my pet peeve, and it manifests itself in a, in in a new, innumerable ways. That means more than one? Uh, Two, it means. It means two ways. One of them is racism, like you mentioned. People don't think I'm a racist. (laughs) People assume I'm not a racist.
0: One of your pet peeves, people who assume assume you're not not a racist. racist. (laughs) Absolutely. Next question, I believe, which is a staple in season one. Right. With Mohamed Montoya, you.
1: you're now onto me. Remember that.
0: Submitted by Declan Brennan. Oh God! Right. As a teen, where did you hide the porn stash?
1: Well, I had, f- as a teen, I had four big brothers, so I didn't have to hide it. I just need to do, know where they hid theirs. That's that was all that mattered, and it was sadly it was the usual places. It's like, can you not have a bit more imagination? That under your mattress stroke bed is like stroke bed. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like, can you just? anyway so yeah i knew where i knew where the
0: where the bros kept theirs. <laughs> how many times have you had your heart broken really
1: properly properly broken arguably never cuz the stuff you do when because you're younger because you've done
0: so much heartbreaking
1: no it's more like the stuff that you'd think is heartbreak is just you being a bit sad and having to deal with somebody not liking you as much as you... That's not real heartbreak. This Heartbreak is, a, in its purest sense, is a quite a all-consuming thing. So I'd probably have to say never. I might be wrong about that, but I'd probably have to say, uh, yeah, I might have to say never.
0: Seinfeld. Funniest TV show of all time. Or biggest piece of garbage ever made.
1: Neither. It's magnificent, but it's not the funniest. Father Ted is the funniest. And it's, I, I, I am, I am a, a lover of Seinfeld. Uh, it's not garbage. I know you think it's garbage. That is garbage, an incorrect but, answer. Yeah, so,
0: so I believe. So I believe. There's one right up your alley. Right. A question posed to presidential candidates during the most recent American election cycle. If you, Declan Brennan, could go back in time yes. and kill baby Adolf Hitler... Would you?
1: So basically, recreate uh, the Boys from Brazil movie where they, they discover the cloned Hitlers and have to go out. You've seen the Boys from Brazil, I presume. No one's Marshall seen the Boys from it. Brazil. It's got Gregory Peck and Laurence Olivier in it and a very young Steve Gutenberg. Uh, if Gutenberg's in it, yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, they had lots of babies. So it's Nazi hunters and 80 babies. Uh, I know. I I, I think I'm, I'm. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could. Uh, now, as a father, the idea of, of of that is, uh, is so difficult to, even contemplate. Even, f- even in, in a in a format like this.
0: That's so. I'd have to say, probably not. Joining the controversial anti-baby murder, I know lobby people in learned a lot about me. <laughs> that might surprise them. <laughs> Is there a game show or reality show you would love to be on? Uh, I worked in television, uh, and
1: uh, uh, fluffer. I I I really really despise the reality genre that it's become. So no game show. Uh, oddly, occasionally I'll I'll, I'll watch a uh, I'll. I'll TV will be on, or I'll watch a Wheel of Fortune, or a, a uh, is that Wheel, is Wheel of Fortune? Which is the one with the with Vanna White? Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, I, I kind of quite fancy a bit of Wheel of Fortune. Uh, I think, but I'd probably be too tempted to come up with the filthy answers that are appropriate but not correct
0: on the you know. You'd like to buy the letters <laughs> C, N, and T, and hope that the free one. Is not the letter A, but towards the other end of the alphabet? Yeah, yes. 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 Is. Do you subscribe to any magazines? I and do. if so, what are they?
1: I do. I, I weirdly, because uh, uh, not that long ago, I got an offer across my transom uh, from a... Uh, GQ to, to get the print edition and uh, I'm a fan of Drew McGarry who writes to them and I thought well if they've hired Drew McGarry it can't be that bad and it was very cheap it was like oh it's the point where it was, it was like it was 15 bucks or something for a year or something ridiculous and uh, I got it and, and and to my eternal disappointment it's a rotten print publication. <laughs> It's awful. So, uh, so yes, I subscribe, but I also subscribe my, as a gift that keeps on giving, literally because every couple of years it gets re-upped, is my Motorsport Magazine subscription, which will never, ever go because it's the greatest. It's the reason that print and paper was invented.
0: It's glorious. The somewhat recent loss of Nigel Roebuck from those pages, though, was the the final straw that led me to... Cancel a long-standing really? subscription?
1: Oh, I never will. I don't think I ever will. It's funny because Nigel was my because I've lost all love of Formula One. It's just the worst. It can, it could, if it, if it, if they all got in a bus and they drove it off a cliff, driven by Kimmy, I'd, I'd be quite happy, as long as they didn't televise it and tell us how brilliant it was. Uh, so, uh, my only real contact with f1 was reading his weekly or his monthly wrap-up and column and, and it was weird that's literally how i kept in touch with what was vaguely going on in f1 was because of nigel so that is a, that is disappointing but the lunch widths will be always be reason enough to uh for me to buy uh, a monthly subscription to to motorsport absolutely
0: in living color Chappelle show or key peel oh man well, Dave Chappelle would tell you that.
1: Dave Chappelle would tell you that Key and Peele would basically were doing what he did in a in a in a more in a, pretty much in a, in a more savoury form in some respects. I'd say, and this is, comes down to I adore Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. Uh, Living Colour was was fun, but purely because of the East West College Bowl and I and literally the the. Pure unadulterated laughter and joy that I've had from we came back from Watkins games. four of us like Mark Miller, one of the guys from Unit Nutrition, CJ and I, and CJ was driving and we had a forty five minute drive back to our, our hotel and, and Todd in the back from Unit Nutrition just read out the names from the third one slowly. And by, by the time we got to triple parakeet shoes, I was bent double in the footwell, literally in pain. I was laughing so much. I was just, and this this was somebody reading the names out, not listening to them on the. So, f- for East West College Ball alone, for giving us Hingle McCringleberry and Jack Marius, the The Gloucester Heart Duggichud. Yes. Uh, Devoyan Shower Handle and Donkey Teeth, all of those, and many, many more. Uh, uh, it has to be Dan Key and Smith, Field. BYU. BYU. <laughs> it's got to be Key and Field. It's because that is, because I love. I love dark black comedy, I love, uh, but I, I also just love funny dumb shit because it sounds funny. And that stuff is, is the epitome of that. It's just joyously silly. And I have never, ever laughed more than, than, than at
0: that. I believe another question submitted by you last year. <laughs> Haven't asked anyone this question in season two yet. Name one thing you've recently learned. That seemingly everyone else on earth knew, except you. Oh, well, there's, there's several of them. And somebody else, I saw this on a tweet today, and somebody else said it. And it's, it's a couple of
1: things would be, one, this little piggy went to market. Maybe it's just I'm way really naive or stupid. But I never, ever, until recently, gave consideration that the pig was going to market to be slaughtered and sold. I don't know. He's, it's a, there's a lovely, like, he's going to market to get stuff for, for the rest of the... No, no, he's going to market to be sold and killed for food. So to be that, that one in particular, as a grown man of nearly 50 years of age, is uh, is kind of ridiculous. So sorry if I've offended anybody who knew that from the time they, they learned it in kindergarten.
0: But uh. A question possibly inspired by you. right? <laughs> If not, it was written with you in mind. Have you ever been interrupted while masturbating, and if so, by whom and when?
1: Yeah, and I got away with it many uh, many years ago. We had an old aunt who lived with us, and uh, and I just, I don't know, I just suddenly she came in the door, and I, she may have, she may, she was she the politest, the door, she right? was the politest, and loveliest woman in the world, and she walked in, and and arguably, I was a teenager, literally, at that, we're going through that phase when, literally, everything made you horny, like it didn't matter furniture, carpet, food, the idea of. School books. It's just like <laughs> it. Just you know. <laughs> Somebody just you know. Do you want some dinner? Oh, a, a stiff uh, breeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and yeah and and I I've no idea if she if she possibly because she was so lovely she may have seen it and just politely decided she didn't. God, I hope my parents never had to listen to this podcast. Did I'm. You- Oh, sorry, just because I was probably 13 at the time or 14 or in the grips of just that whole... Better than 43. It never stopped then. It was just repellent.
0: Do you have a good social media argument story where you got into it with somebody and either felt good or regretted it afterwards? <sighs> oh.
1: My intent to trickle out or trickle. It's, or fade away, you know, there's never really any drop to mind. I don't know because I think people are so tranchantly. Embedded in their own beliefs now that you don't win people over or lose arguments. Particularly, I don't know. It's I had one recently uh, on on fa- on a Facebook page that I that I because I really stay away from Facebook where possible as a human being now. That's a relatively recent thing, but uh, I had one recently which is just ridiculous. That. Uh, just left me infuriated afterwards because the the point the person was making was just so
0: ludicrous, and they were just uh, it didn't have any logic in it. It was a Facebook comment yeah <laughs> exactly Jacqueline so Glenn Brennan, what is your most destructive personality trait?
1: Wow, my most destructive personality trait is something I'm currently working on, which is how my anxieties and doubts my self doubts. Uh, manifest themselves in my day-to-day
0: interactions with people under pressure. If you had one minute to speak with President Trump, what would you say to him? Wow.
1: I, I, I let me approach that by saying it. It, re- it really wouldn't matter what I said because he's. I. W- I would ask him. You know. No. I'll tell you what I'd say. I'd say, please, for the good of the country, fire Stephen Miller, because ultimately. The thing that 's breaking hearts in this country right now that they 're doing the extraction of 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 genuine asylum seekers from their from their their families separating those families is the work of purest evil and trump 's not an evil man trump 's just a bit of an idiot. Stephen Miller is an evil man and he 's doing that that 's his and I'd, I would say if, if it, of all the other things the tax cuts it doesn 't matter every just the one thing just Stop taking babies from their parents. Please just stop that.
0: Anti-baby murder, (laughs) anti-baby separation. (laughs) Fine human being, Declan Brennan. Colin Kaepernick, civil rights leader or disrespectful athlete? Civil rights leader. Getting down to the final questions. Yes. Is there a word you constantly misspell? This is amazing. Yes, there is.
1: And it happens all the time. And it's one I've been using for, for obviously, I've been in PR since 1994. I've had to use this word probably on a daily basis, particularly uh, for a short period when I was working in television production for an independent production company. Uh, I constantly spell broadcast wrong. In fact, I always spell broadcast wrong.
0: Do you spell it B-O-R-A-D? No,
1: I spell it B R. A-O-D. I transpose the A and the O all the time. All the time. There's millions of other words that everybody knows how to spell that I don't. Uh, Or that I I, I doubt I have cast. So I am constantly... Literally, I won't do a fast tweet response to somebody because because I will have to... It takes me ten minutes to make sure that all of the words are spelled correctly first because I don't want something... Oh, look, he spelled that word
0: wrong. He's an idiot. So, yes, broadcast, bizarrely. Declan Brennan, is there one movie that... No matter how many times you've seen it, if it comes on, you'll stop and watch. Uh, There's more than one. uh, It would be... uh, It would be Spinal Tap or Midnight Run. Very similar movies. Both hilarious. Who in this world do you trust most? Well, by definition of choosing her
1: and her not being blood and making that decision, it's my wife. Although... uh, Again, I just hope my parents never, <laughs> never listen to
0: this. Especially with the anti Josie wanking uh, caught thing. UFC, WWE, or Monster Trucks? Monster Trucks. I have a seven-year-old who loves them. I have been to the,
1: see them on multiple occasions, and it's awesome. And I, it's, it's, it is, it, to be honest, I fully understand your love of WWE, and I, I've dabbled with it in the past, and I've... I've, I've, I've I was I was a I was a, uh, a super fly fan and and uh, and and greatest greatest, <laughs> greatest bout there's ever been in my in my opinion is uh Randy Savage versus Ricky the Steamboat from WrestleMania 3 never be beaten as a contest uh, so I I have a love UFC I, I'm kind of Working I my way the, into yeah
0: the in front of steamboat is it, it was is just Ricky Ricky Ricky, but Ricky
1: steam Ricky it the Dragon Steve <laughs> no it was Ricky the Dragon steamboat there we go like too many nicknames that's why it's confused me I so UFC are uh, fully enough through conversations with the likes of Ryan Eversley and Andy Lally uh, well uh, actually on Twitter more than anything uh, getting a, a bit of an appreciation of that it's not my my but but Monster Trucks purely from the the noise the the, the insanity of what they the attempt they can do backwards wheelies the wheel stands that go on for 15 seconds or it's like the tech in them like the four wheel st- it's just and the spectacle and my son loves it so it's 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 monster trucks
0: believe it or not another question submitted by you that was posed in season one have not posed it in season two until now if trapped on a desert island or boat how long before you go cannibal, and which body part do you eat first? Of your own. Of your own.
1: Yeah, this one's super hard because you've got to think about the bits you have got the most meat. And by the time you get to cannibal, you're probably going to be pretty skinny. It's probably I'm going to have to slice off some of my arse. I'm going to have to eat. This is the first of a sentence I've ever uttered. I would say I'd probably have to eat some of my arse. sure how i'd uh, I'd like to uh, there wouldn't be much left but there'd be some on it but so i'd have to and i think it would be the least it'd be the easiest to slice i think although i wouldn't be able to sit down afterwards i can't imagine but yeah probably where's my mic gone yeah probably uh some of my own hours yes now if you were on the boat
0: you'd be set for the year yeah i was
1: gonna say it I'd, i'd well, I probably would have you'd, started eating you before be the, we run out of you'd food. You'd be the
0: only person o- <laughs> the only stranded person on the island to gain weight <laughs> before being rescued. Down to the final questions, Declan Brennan. Have you ever done important business calls or interviews over the phone at home in the bathroom? I've done worse than that. I've done conference calls in the nude. In uh, I've, I've I've
1: absolutely done conference calls. I've I've in the bathroom. I've had the beauty of the mute button. I've waited till somebody's on a long rant or, or discussion or, or part of the call that I don't need to be in and I will go and do what I have to do. And but I have also done I've spent having spent a huge amount of my working life in America working from home, I have done boxer shorts, I've done naked. Yeah, I've definitely done naked. Not not video conferencing, obviously.
0: Nobody needs to know that see that. But yes. Two questions to go, Declan Brennan. All right. Have you ever stolen something from a store? I, I've been part
1: of a, 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 a no, but but I was uh, an accomplice unwitting with, with a my big brother many many years ago doing something really dumb and stupid. Like we might have been nine and ten or something like dumb stuff kids do. So I was yes. So I was an accomplice, never done it. I, I wouldn't have had the balls to do it myself. I'm, I really wouldn't have. I'm, I once got given too much money over the, by a bank teller and and was stupid enough to go back and give them the money back. Oh, you gave me to oh, Like banks, of all people. Anyway, so no, I'm probably too honest for that. We've arrived at the final question. Oh, God. Brennan. Yes. If it's the same final question as in previous years, I think I might be ready, but maybe I'm
0: not. If you were sentenced to death by overconsumption, yes. which would you choose? Death by cheeseburger or death by b- job?
1: I'd obviously choose death by b- job. Why, obviously? Because death by cheeseburger, if you think about it, is, not, is, is ultimately going to be. Depends. If, they, if they're trying to force feed you quickly, you're going to choke. Or, or it's you know, you know, or it'll be. But if it's just generally uh, all they're giving you is cheeseburgers, your your death will actually be from arterial sclerosis or liver failure or heart attack, or they're all quite unpleasant. Whereas death by b- job would be, a, like I don't know how you die from
0: a lack of zinc.
1: Uh, but uh, <laughs> so, uh,
0: I just. Like a 50th cheeseburger that could kill you.
1: I, a 50th I just,
0: BJ might not be as tantalizing as it sounds.
1: Oh, I know. It's just, I just feel like the, there just seems to be something more visceral and unpleasant and real about the, the byproducts of, of massive overconsumption of cheeseburgers compared to the massive overconsumption of, of fellatio. A very good band
0: name, by the way. <laughs> massive overconsumption, overconsumption of, of fellatio. Yeah, they were from yes.
1: Kansas, I remember. I'd have to say... I'll take B, please, there, Bob. Yeah. B and J in this case, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, because I, I just the idea—it's just too horrific—the idea of, of of too many cheeseburgers. No, because I'd be enormous. I'd be bloated and and you know probably arthritic. And so I'm I'm going with with the uh, the ble- the job.
0: You'd like the end to come quick, uh, Possibly. Declan Brennan. After however many questions those were. Sadly, we have a better idea of who you are. I know. It's 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 you've done something remarkable.